you cannot be of value to anyone if you are not of value to yourself first. So that's why mental health routines are so important. Whether you want to create your personal brand, you want to run a business, if you do not take care of yourself first, you won't be able to show the outside world what you're capable of why you are of value to others, why you are necessary for that collaboration or that project or that product. Welcome to Jumma Gems, where I share with you quick tools and mindset shifts to upgrade your career and life. Jumma Mubaraka. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Shared Diversity Podcast. My name is Sina Port, brand communicator, content artist and author. And each week I introduce you to an amazing person story or message to help you empower yourself in your career and life. On here you can find exclusive interviews with successful businesswomen where we discuss topics around business, branding and womanhood. How do you find your most peaceful self? Let's talk about mental health practices and routines you can apply that really feel like you and not something that you just adapt because hashtag self-care. Before we jump into this episode, I would love to hear from you what have been mental health routines that have helped you to be peaceful and stay quiet, especially in stressful and anxious times. Share it with us on social media, tag this podcast, because we can all learn from each other. Oh, and short disclaimer, if you hear anyone in the background, that's my husband shouting on the phone, okay? It's a cultural thing. He just loves to shout at his friends and family and it just... It's just a thing, okay? And if you happen to record a podcast at the same time as family and friends calls are going on, you're kind of screwed. But nevertheless, I'm still trying to give as much value as possible to you. So if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with someone and rate and review this podcast so we can keep creating content that is relevant to you. So mental health routines are so important, especially in your life and business, because Right now, you're putting so much pressure on yourself. How do I know this? Whenever you're listening, because women always put pressure on themselves with no apparent reason. We always feel like we need to work harder and be tougher and always available and be good at a lot of things at the same time because we're just being expected to always be on point, to always deliver. And that can be exhausting. So because this week I've talked a lot with women about how to recharge and restore and what kind of mental health routines they adapt as women in business that keeps them grounded, that keeps them feeling like they are themselves, that keeps them just feeling authentic to who they are and where they are right now. Because so many times I think we are in a place, but then actually we want to be in a different place And then we cannot really acknowledge what got us to the place, all of our achievements, you know, what we are already delivering. We kind of never, we're never in the moment. And one of the things that I talked with Julie Glover about, she's an intuitive leadership coach and we talked on Instagram Live and we also did a podcast together that you will see in a couple of weeks. And she talked about the fact that living in the now is always something that is so difficult to grasp like for me it's very difficult to understand what does it mean to live in the now you know what does it mean to be aware of things she gave the analogy of when you think about something okay let's just say you close your eyes don't do that when you're driving or doing anything else like i don't want to be sued because of this okay just imagine you close your eyes and you imagine a horse now are you the horse or are you aware of the horse so if you think you are the horse, I can't help you, okay? 
this is not the right podcast to help you we all probably think now we understand you know you are aware of the horse you're not the horse you're not identifying with the horse right probably hopefully so it's the same with your thoughts your fears your doubts all the things that you're doing self-talking to yourself it's something that you are aware of it's not something that you should identify with right you have a fear you think you're not good enough that's a thought acknowledge the thought be aware of the thought don't become the thought don't become that person that you believe you are just acknowledge the thought and then be like yeah i can let it go don't hold on to it don't make it yours don't make yourself into the person you were thinking about you're just thinking it's just a thought right it's just a thought just like the horse is just the horse you are not it right so i found that analogy very interesting so i know mental health is a loaded topic and that's why i want to acknowledge i'm not an expert can't give you expert tips but i just wanted to talk about it talk about how i you know deal with mental health and what kind of routines have helped me and just make you think a little bit outside the box so mental health routines for me have been not something that i really acknowledged it's something that i needed in the beginning but especially during the lockdown and especially during times of me acknowledging that i'm very much by myself all the time i mean i have my husband here right my family around and all that stuff but i'm alone with myself a lot of times and i don't mind being alone like i don't have a problem with that but when you're alone with yourself you start thinking and then you start overthinking and then you start overthinking the overthinking and then you question why you're actually here and why you're not farther forward and why you're not achieving and you just you know self-talk yourself into a hole so what helped helped me especially in the last weeks was acknowledging that i don't need to be perfect and that's not even the point right like perfection is not the point there's this beautiful quote by whoever said it because you can never see the source of any quotes if you write a book you know it's very difficult to find the original source but we all know this quote which means progress not perfection right it's always better to progress rather than to hunt perfection because perfection is a myth anyways right so what helped me to overcome that was doing a routine like dhikr And for the non-Muslims, dhikr literally means remembrance or reminder. So those are phrases, prayers that you repeat over and over again. Other people are doing mantras that could be the equivalent of dhikr probably. So you're repeating phrases and you're repeating prayers. And one thing that really stuck out for me and that has come since my visit to Saudi Arabia in the beginning of this year because I met a friend over there in Medina and she talked about the fact that especially saying astaghfirullah so seeking forgiveness has helped her in her life now you can look at this from a point of view like oh yeah it has helped you because you're seeking forgiveness and you're always doing things wrong and you're always a sinner and understanding that point of life But for me, it's more an understanding of the fact that when you say astaghfirullah, you seek forgiveness, you acknowledge that you are not perfect and that whatever you're doing is never perfect. And that's even not the point. Like you never were meant to be perfect right now as a human on this earth. You are not meant to be perfect. It's just not a human quality for you right now. Okay, not in this life. And for me, that has helped me. Not from that point of view of, oh, I'm a sinner and I have to ask forgiveness all the time. But from a point of view of 
realizing that whatever I do, I can do my best and I can have a really good feeling about it, whether that is, you know, praying or it could be cooking or doing a podcast or selling something or helping someone or whatever it is. It never will be perfect because that's not the point, right? You have to remind yourself that it's so okay to not be perfect because you're just trying your best and that's all you can do. You try your best and you pray that whatever comes is the best for you, right? And that has really been something for me that has helped me over the years, even if I'm doing this thicker and, you know, this re repeating of seeking forgiveness just in the last couple of months. What has helped me in the last couple of years to understand that where I am is supposed to be where I am is the fact that I'm trying my best and if I know that I didn't try my best, that's on me, right? It's my fault. I can't blame anyone else. I can't blame the universe, right? I didn't try my best. But if I tried my best and then things didn't work out as I thought they would be, then I know it's not meant to be because I tried my best. And if it didn't come to me, it's not meant for me. And if it did come to me, alhamdulillah, you know, I'm grateful that it worked. All you can do is try your best. And we're not perfect and we're not meant to be perfect. And one thing that Judy said this week as well was we are spiritual beings that have a human experience. In the beginning, I was like, I'm not sure if I agree with this. But if you think about it, you are not your body. I mean, this is becoming very deep. But if you think about it, like what makes you you is not your physical appearance or what your body can do even. Where that is, you can speak and articulate yourself especially well or you're especially athletic and your body can do things that others cannot do that's good and that's a blessing but that doesn't make you you right your legs could start working tomorrow your voice could start disappearing tomorrow you never know but what actually prevails is your spirit so we need to take care of that spirit and understand that whatever makes us physically present that's a blessing but it's not what makes us us and we need to take care of that spirit, right? We need to take care of what's inside and that's not necessarily what's the reflection to the outside world. And on another point, mental health, right? I mean, we're getting very deep here, but you probably have learned this over the time. We all have ups and downs in our health, whether that is physical health, spiritual health or mental health, but especially when you are a career-driven woman, an ambitious woman, you always push so hard you always drive and want to achieve and want to give everything in your work and to other human beings and there's probably a deeper meaning behind that too right you want to give value to others and you want to be helpful and you want to be of value to the outside world but you cannot be of value to anyone if you are not of value to yourself you cannot be a good impression on anyone if you are not good to yourself first so that's why mental health routines are so important whether you want to create your personal brand you want to run a business if you do not take care of yourself first you won't be able to show the outside world what you're capable of why you are of value to others why you are necessary for that collaboration or that project or that product you have to take care of yourself and your health first before you can take care of anything else. So mental health can mean different things for different people. For me, it means I feel peace with myself and my surrounding. And it doesn't mean necessarily that my surrounding is perfect, but I am in peace with it, right? I just want to share a couple of things that work with me that are important for me to stay mentally healthy and can be going from the smallest things to the biggest things, right? And I think being a woman and caring for your mental health 
are one of the most important and most difficult things in the world because we women are incredible we have rituals and habits that are unique to us and we also have struggles that are unique to us so i just want to share with you a couple of things that have helped me and i want to learn from you as well what has helped you to stay mentally healthy and that's why please 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 share on social media share this episode with someone that needs to hear this share this episode with someone who would be interested in this kind of content and also share please your mental health routines because i'd love to hear from you what are your takes on mental health so here comes my 22 mental health routines that have helped me to find peace and quiet. And I hope they help you too. Number one, watering my plants. If you know anything about me, you know I am crazy about nature and plants. And when we got in here, I really wanted these hanging plants to hang from the window down. So I created like a macrame thingy where it just hangs. Just YouTube it, okay? It's very easy to do. And it looks so beautiful and they like hanging plants and they're just so beautiful. And it just just watering my plants, like taking care of them just makes me feel so good. Second, cooking. Something I've never thought that would be interesting for me, but I actually find peace in it, especially during Ramadan, you know, you have a nice meal in the evening. And right now what we're doing is like a themed evening. So like today's Indian, tomorrow is Sudanese, the day after is whatever, you know. So like cooking has really helped me alone, okay? I cannot have anyone in the kitchen because people are somehow transforming into know-it-alls as soon as they step into a kitchen, okay? I can't have that. Number three, thinking. Just sitting down and thinking, literally. Number four, baking. Especially anything that has to do with dough. Because I'm able to punch it and squeeze it. It just helps me, okay? Just something that makes me really feel peaceful. Number five, walking. I've been more grateful than ever to live in a small village where the lockdown doesn't mean that I can't go out. Like I can still go out and can still go to the field. And especially now when the flowers start smelling sweet, you know, things are starting blooming. It's really nice to go for a walk. Number six, skincare routine. Just taking care of your skin, especially when you're fasting and you feel like you don't have enough fluids in your body. Just take care of your skin double the time some coconut oil you know make yourself feel and look shiny number seven making jewelry always enjoyed now i actually started doing macrame and jewelry as well I, I know it's a thing it's a thing okay very girly doesn't matter just helps me number eight practicing splits something about going beyond your limits is really meditative maybe i'm weird but you know anything that has to do with you achieving something with your body and like in peace it doesn't have to do like you don't need to go to the gym you can do it with your own body weight something like that you know it just makes you feel in tune because the body and the mind are connected right we had this with nasia last week where we talked about neuroplasticity and how you can physically change your brain your body is your first gym that's what nasia always says and you can do so much with your body and if you're in tune with your body you are more likely to be in tune mentally as well and the other way around so just doing something you know that helps you go to the limits physically but something that makes you still feel relaxed and in in yourself i don't know if that makes sense to anyone number nine reading a book written by a powerful woman that edition was necessary okay i mean i read books right but that's not a mental health routine reading books by like powerful women that i admire that's the thing that makes me really feel peaceful because it's just so beautiful to see another woman succeed like I'm just a I'm just a hype girl and it just helps me realize how blessed I am to be a woman. 
just love being a woman. So, number 10, cutting fresh flowers. Number 11, redesigning old flower arrangements. Like, I'm just into flowers, okay? We got it now. Nature is my thing. I love to just get flowers. Hashtag buy yourself flowers from Schacht. That routine is so beautiful. Like, don't wait for anyone to buy you flowers. Buy yourself flowers. Buy yourself flowers with colors that make you happy. Buy yourself flowers that when you look at them... You just think you are a queen. Like, it's just a thing, okay? Buy yourself flowers. Number 12, visualizing my dream houses, especially during walking. Like, when you go for a walk and you look at other people's houses and then you're like, yeah, I think that I want that. Okay, that's amazing. I want that, but without this and plus this. It just makes me really feel peaceful. Number 13, burning bukhur or incense sticks. Anything that has to do with making the house smell nice and that act of just flaming and like seeing the smoke, light smoke around it. And it's just, ah, oh, it's just... It's just so nice. Very peaceful. Number 14. Breathing exercises. I talked about this the last two weeks here and on YouTube. That breathing exercises are one of the things that really have helped me calm down and just... Because I'm... I mean, you can meditate. That's a thing, right? But everyone would say that to you. For me, just the exercises that help me breathe differently. Those make a big difference for me. It helps me just feel my body and it helps get oxygen in your body. So even if you feel tired, you want to take a nap and you can't take a nap. Instead of that, do breathing exercises. They will make you feel more awake and fresh. And there are even breathing exercises you can do as pre-workouts. So instead of doing, you know, instead of taking a shot of coffee before you work out, do these breathing exercises. They will physically give you the same effect as caffeine does. Breathing exercises are amazing. Okay, whether you want to calm down or you want to help yourself up, breathing is the key. If you want to learn more about this, again, Bioenergetic Breathing by Elliot Hulse on YouTube. Number 15, repotting plants. Like if you see something grow, it just makes you feel accomplished with no reason. And it does, it's not the accomplished, accomplished thing, right? It's a deep, peaceful kind of accomplishment. Like, yeah, I planted that. Or, yeah, you know, I bought that plant and it grew, you know, like it's just a thing. Gives you so much peace. Number 16, literally just looking at my plants and flowers. I know I'm obsessed, but I just like to look at plants and flowers and just... But this actually applies to anything that's beautiful. Like if you just look at something beautiful, that will give you peace. Whatever you consider beautiful, looking at it. And especially something that is not on a screen. Could be nature, could be any art piece. Anything that you consider beautiful, just looking at it. You know, that is meditation for me. 17, a nap after putting fresh sheets on the bed. <laughs> I mean, anyone who ever washed their bed sheets, put it on the bed and took a nap knows what I'm talking about. It's just, that's mental health for me, okay? Number 18, laying in my bed and looking at the sky. Especially in the morning, especially when I hear some birds outside. That's just so much, you know, that's, yeah, meditating for me. Number 19, editing pictures. I know that's a weird one because mental health usually doesn't involve around doing something on your phone but I just like editing pictures especially when it comes to like beautiful pictures outside and appreciating beautiful beings I like that number 20 folding laundry okay again it comes back to the laundry smell okay the fresh smell of fresh laundry that's just ah, amazing number 21 yoga with candles i did this i follow boho beautiful so anyone who wants to start yoga boho beautiful is amazing or yoga with adrian but i just i just like boho beautiful because she's always outside somewhere in foreign countries and jungles and stuff like that and she did one with candles in the morning before the sun goes up i mean it's not something that i do now during ramadan but even after iftar you know when the sun goes down or when you just need a quiet mind candles are amazing and candles plus yoga 
that's the real deal like it's just a dream team number 22 and the last one looking at birds in front of my window again i'm just i just love nature but anything that has to do with observing something natural whether that is looking at an ocean the forest people walking around you know when people say you meditate and you be you're aware of a thought and then you imagine that thought as a cloud and you let it go so the cloud just like goes by you could do that with literal clouds or things that are passing by there's just something very peaceful about things passing by right because you can see on a deeper level it's like you know the circle of life and all that stuff but it's just nice you can look at something and then you can let it go and i feel for me it's that metaphor of acknowledging a thought acknowledging something and then being able to let it go and having that as a visual reference it's just it's just really nice so those are my 22 mental health routines that have helped me now i would love to hear from you was anything that i shared with you today interesting helpful and what are your mental health practices and routines that you apply and that really have helped you share with us on social media at sharediversity and sharediversity.com and if you think someone needs to hear this message please share it with her subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to rate and review us on itunes so we can keep creating more content that is relevant to you Today, I want to highlight one of your beautiful reviews. Thank you so much for leaving all that love on our podcast. This one is from Nala and she writes, This podcast is so inspiring. You can see how honest and self-reflected she is. Has helped me to realize a lot about myself. Thank you so much for these beautiful words. And remember, if you want to be featured in our next episode, leave a review on iTunes. I'm so looking forward to your feedback. And share this podcast with your friends and family and tell them to leave a review too. I'm telling you, it helps so much with making our content better and helping us get up on the list for the algorithm. Thank you so much for your support. And I'll see you next time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.